Welcome to the J Tapes Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz. This podcast is recorded in the Chicago recording studio, Jungle AE. My engineers are here with me. House, Ksenia, let's rap. Cruz at Jungle AE Recording Studios here in Chicago, Illinois. And we're back with the fourth episode of J-Tapes Music Industry Podcast. Here with Ksenia to my left, House to my right, Tilla in front of me behind the camera, and... Juno is under the table. On the ground, walking around. How was uh, your week? Any interesting stories, engineering-wise, Ksenia? Uh, yes, I had a, a really cool client. He recorded make, he recorded his whole album in eight hours. Mm. And it was about ten songs, and it was really cool. Sorry, I had to burp. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me! Did you mix it too, or just record? Uh, rough mixes. Oh. All rough mixes. Okay, yeah. cool. It was just really, really, really fast on recording. Memorized everything. Yes. Are you getting more roughs? That guy you had the eight hour session with? That's what you said? <coughs> yeah, roughs. Huh. Yeah. Smooth. Okay. Why? I thought I heard him say something. I thought you were working with track outs or something like that. Oh, oh no, 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 track outs? No, oh. no. And I heard him say like they all got mixed and I was like, they did a lot of work in eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, House? Do have any interesting. I had a six hour client the day before that? And the day after that, who came from Michigan, who heard good Whoa. things about me and was like, yo, six hour session. From Michigan? And I was like, dope, let's do it. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it was cool. I mean, that's like just kind of the first thing that came to mind, so. Just another work week. Nothing too special. Mm. We had um, we had a photo shoot. Oh, yeah, that happened. For Instagram yeah. on Instagram. Monday. And that was cool. All our clients came through, or not all, but a lot of them. Yeah, a sizable amount. Yeah, and um, it was pretty cool. They got to interact, cipher with each other. That was cool. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we went out and played basketball afterwards, like one big family. I lost by one, <laughs> one, and I was hooping in. He was in. good though. And I was wearing uh, sweatpants. That's true. So probably should have took them off, but. I was like, hey, I don't need to. I hit double digits. Everybody should have undressed over there, okay? I'm just saying. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching. <laughs> okay. But Only was... two guys took their shirts off, okay? I was a little disappointed and I left. I don't know what happened after that. I'm going to go creep somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Obviously. your dog. <laughs> and your cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Let's not talk about my cat because it looks bad, okay? <laughs> I only have one cat. So, one. if you're watching, Ksenia, a beautiful woman, she likes engineering, she hustles hard, works a lot. So, if you're flexible, have a lot of time, you know, or you have weird hours, you know, work and you're hours. Really cool. You have to really be really cool. cool. You don't have to be in the music industry. Yeah, I kind of do. You kind of do have to. You do well, have to be in the music industry. It would be cool if you're in the music industry. Yeah. So, just call 773-240-4384. And, uh... <laughs> Talk to Cruz. <laughs> Leave a message on my voicemail. I was like, damn, is that really hard? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
that's a jungle's number. Alright. <laughs> and I have Kuf like a little can I speak to Ksenia for you? So speaking about your artist, <laughs> who oh. did 10 songs in 8 hours, mm -hmm. that must mean he has to be very polished. One of the most polished um, artists I work with, yes. What makes, uh, so for you, what makes an artist polished? Um, How do you know that an artist is polished? Okay, so when he does not punch in a lot, when he does not read from his phone or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, when he when he doesn't well, basically, yeah, memorize everything, and when he's fast, um, yeah. So like he knew ex he knew exactly what he wanted. Yeah, like his delivery is good. He can switch from, you know. One delivery to another one, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In one take. That's what about really like a uh, direction of the song? Did he have to tell you to do things? Or was he just like... Um, yeah, but he kind of knew what he wanted. Mm -hmm. He knew what, he knew exactly what he wanted. Mm -hmm. He knew each song, he knew what it should sound like, where it stops. And it's like, you know, he, he just knew everything. Mm -hmm. He said... Like he would ra he would rap and then somewhere he would say stop here I'm gonna punch in it's gonna overlap so he knew everything you know right. yes really <coughs> how about you house <coughs> oh p uh, how can you tell someone's polished polished wrap it in the pocket I mean yeah having your rhymes memorized was always a one wrapping in the pocket. Timing and if you're gonna punch in, you already know where to punch in, so things mm -hmm. make sense. That's pretty much it, really. What That's is pretty uh, much the main thing you can do? What does rap? Off beat too. What does rapping in the pocket mean? Yeah, no, that pretty much not rapping off beat, or if you're actually going to rap off beat, you're probably still rapping on something within the beat, but mm -hmm. maybe it's not, you know, that noticeable to the ear. Yeah. Like I got one uh, client named Mickey D's, and he does like I don't I don't even know what you would call it because I'm like. It's in a pocket, but it's just mm. something that you're just like, I don't know yeah. how it's in this pocket, but it's there. It's kind of like, I mean? it's weird because he kind of has a spoken wordish yeah. delivery, but it's not because it's not drawn out. And like, but you know what I'm saying? It's still, I don't know. It just hits whatever pockets it needs to for it to make sense. Hmm. So yeah, there's that. So then would you say um, being in the pocket, a good example would be like LL Cool J? Probably. And would you say the opposite of that is Silk the Shocker? Of course. I feel like Silk Shocker is like a... Everybody knows he couldn't rap. <laughs> but I would more so say, like, who's really offbeat today? For the kids at home watching who don't know Silk the Shocker. Oh, that's true. No, actually, low-key, a lot of kids kind of rap offbeat today. Nobody, like, really does the rapping in the pocket thing to a T like that, but... That was going to be my next question. I was going to say Juice, shit. Juice World was offbeat on this new song. The new song that, um... For X, the one he, that he did for X. It was a. He was a little offbeat. What was that called? Spots. It was a cover or as a new song he did? It was a new song he did for. Uh, oh, like a tribute. XXX, yeah, uh huh. 
Haven't heard it. You haven't heard it? Mm -mm. I think he was a little offbeat. I mean, I know like quick example like Gerbo. He was definitely like rapping offbeat to me for a while. Mm. But I mean, not so much maybe anymore. But it was. I mean, sometimes. But it used to be definitely more of a fixture in his delivery. Yeah. Sometimes it works for people. Yeah, I mean, I've actually noticed that most being in the pocket doesn't matter <laughs> as much anymore. No, definitely not. Uh, as compared to before. Like I listen to all of the, all of the, you know, new rappers and stuff, and it's weird because I mean it's on beat, but it's just not in the pocket. Yeah. But and they're polished. That's more polished because that's in the beat. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's in the beat. Yeah. I guess it's honest where the term comes from, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So then it's a cleaner sounding flow. Mm, yeah. Cleaner sounding flow. Yeah. Cleaner sounding flow equals being in the pocket. So then, who's who would you say has a a polished sound or is always rapping in the pocket in today's rap generation? So that you know people can understand what that means, because they might not know who LL is in this generation. You know what? The most recent song, because I've been bumping, is of course the Drake, mm -hmm. the Drake, <laughs> the the Link Up TV freestyle. That was so in the pocket, it was ridiculous. Oh, that was really cool, yeah. Even um, I liked it. Let's see. And you don't like What's good Drake. is just and good. I don't like Drake, but he, that was really polished. That but, was really uh, cool. I don't know, that's the first one that comes to the top of my head, but I mean, Jay-Z's still always polished. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what, though? The more you ask these questions, the more I realize I don't think I listen to a lot of these people <laughs> today, really. Like, I do and I don't. I don't really yeah. go out of my way. Like, I didn't listen to Gay's album. I didn't listen to Drake's album. I don't go out of my way to listen to people's projects. I just kind of, like, listen to things on a whim. Or, like, if my clients come in and say, yeah, can you make me sound like this guy? Then I have to go listen to, like, Young Nudie or, <laughs> like, right. uh... Yes! Some dude asked me, can I make him sound like... Who did this... The guy from Michigan, he said, can you make me sound like Lil Peep and Lil Tracy or something like that? And I was oh. just like... I've yeah, heard of Lil Peep, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because he passed yeah. away, but I I still hadn't heard of his music up until that moment. And, yeah, he played a couple songs. I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of like a emo-y, whatever type of sound it was at mm -hmm. that moment. And it worked out, you know what I'm saying? But that's the only time I really yeah. listen to these kids today. Polished rapper? Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of them right now. I don't think they're... Really? Well, I think there are a lot of them, no? Well, Drake obviously is polished. Drake, that's the fourth. You know what? Really quick, though. Kendrick. Kendrick does a lot of out-of-the-pocket rapping, like a lot of actually offbeat stuff, but it's still in its own pocket to a degree. Yeah, I agree with Because I feel like him and Drake are like polar opposites when it comes to like how they flow. But both are dope. You know who I think is really polished? Lil Dicky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lil Dicky's very... I love him. He doesn't... He never even doubles anything he just like and i watched the video he records everything everything that he recorded he recorded it in his room mm. Mm. everything he was just oh, sitting in front of the computer and just recording everything like that i I'm, i think he masters everything and mixed everything somewhere else but mm -hmm. yeah. yeah he is really polished and yeah he is pretty polished i like him i like um Someone that I've heard now, uh, Cardi B. Oh, Cardi B's polished, yeah. I feel like she has a very polished flow. Mm -hmm. It could be because she's from New York, and so it comes natural to her. Mm -hmm. 
but um definitely like when i heard her uh her and nikki on the same song oh yeah yeah like yeah. you can hear the difference motorsport yeah motorsport yeah. if you compare those two verses you can hear the difference of what really being in the pocket is and then what somebody's just like eh, i'm gonna do what i want right yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so that's what you know someone that's really polished right now <laughs> but before that i'd probably say like lupe but he's not even new so it doesn't count yeah so how can artists become more polished so they can be ready for their session house well one you can know your lyrics you can definitely know your lyrics by heart you can practice in the mirror at home you know where i actually got this tip from aside from or what this was rather confirmed to me years ago playing the sims (laughs) if you played the sims and you wanted to go further in life but you were a shy guy at work and had to get your charisma up. You know how you did it? You went to go practice in front of the mirror and you got your charisma points up. And I mean, you practice in front of the mirror. Rap. Freestyle in front of the mirror. practice in front of the mirror sometimes? What do I have to practice? I don't know. I mean, do you do anything in front of the mirror? Like, practicing? No, brush my teeth. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's but true. Rap, rappers, oh, giving a speech. That's also like a thing. You know what I'm saying? When you want to give a speech and... You're nervous, you practice in front of a mirror, so That's practice, true. do stuff like that. That's It'll nice. make you more polished. Be Rabbit in 8 Mile. Yeah. He was in front of the mirror and threw up. Right, yeah, right before he threw up Mom's spaghetti. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. What would you tell artists? Just practice a lot. Just practice. Just practice and practice. That's it. Before, especially, especially before you come to the studio. Because it's just a waste of time if you don't practice and mm. you come to the studio and you never even, like, read this once through. It just doesn't make sense. Or if you come to the studio and start writing at the studio. Some people can't do that, but I just think that you should write before you go to the studio and practice before you go to the studio and memorize everything. And practice switching your flows. Yeah. Like literally make it a point to maybe like literally yeah. switch it up every four bars. Mm-hmm. Like pr- like literally practice doing that. Try like, rapping on different parts of the beat, like rap on the the 808 and kick or the bass, and then try to rap over the melody or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like just change it up, be different. You talking about like the transitions? Yeah. For those that can hear when to change it up and stuff like that, I can't I can't teach you that. Hmm. I learned. Um, I, mean, I could, but that'd be tedious. When I was working, at, uh, working for Notes for Life at the Microsoft Store, the I got to drive. Uh, I remember Dawn from Danity Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So she was supposed to be like a guest. Mm-hmm. And then she taught me this thing from her dad called the Five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. performance. Yeah. That's practice mm-hmm. <laughs> or just say hey, practice a lot before you do that pretty much and so um and by practicing the way you can tell you know if you're a rapper the result is you should be able to rap your verse over any beat and it should still sound the same 
because if your if your verse is polished, then uh, you won't be constrained to any beat because you'll be able to find the pocket. Boom. Because you created the pocket, right? And so what I see a lot of time happens is with rappers um, is you know they'll get in there and every time that they redo a take. The verse sounds different, yeah. and the delivery sounds different. That's how you know that it's not polished. If you're rapping it and it's not the same every time, it's probably not polished, and you need to continue to work on it. Um, but I mean, there are certain rappers like uh, Jargon. He can write in the studio, and it comes mm. out polished. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, because he'll do like line by line, two lines at a time, or whatever. The Jay Z, Lil Wayne method. Um, he has this. What is that like a skill or something? He can record something. And then he, call, he can go back in like a week to punch something in. And it's going to be the same exact energy. Mm. Like uh, he can match the energy yeah, so the well. This is like a talent or something. Yeah. Not yeah. a lot of rappers can do that. This is crazy. And it's probably because of how <laughs> polished he is. Probably. You know? yeah. And th actually this makes a lot of sense because he was a battle rapper. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, so we had to rehearse how to do stuff. And like that. you know, you gotta mentally be able to prepare, yeah. especially with freestyle. I mean, you're just gonna have stuff ammoed. You know, you'll have bars, but that means those bars have to be able to fit on any beat because you don't know what beat you're gonna get. Here's a question. I always thought jargon is so fast on thinking of a punchline. Always. Mm -hmm. Like he can, he just goes and it's just punchline after punchline, right? And Leo is the same way. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, do they think of that like before? Do they sometimes think of some punchlines before that? Or how does it even work? They just quick on that, like just like that? How did they learn to be quick on punchlines like that? Just Practicing. Practicing. Witty. You know? Making yourself like thinking of a dumb word and making yourself rhyme it type stuff. Like, um, that's really cool. I like, like that. Like, look, this can is bright. Your hands were very showy, like Vanna White. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's tight. Mm hmm. See? Yeah. Well, I guess so. After doing that, my process was oh, she's doing something. What is it like? And I was like, oh, Vanna White. And then I think, okay, what rhymes with Vanna White? And I yeah. saw, oh, this can is bright. Oh, can is bright, Vanna White. And then you just kind of throw in words in between. It's really just practice. I remember once in seventh grade, I, w I was doing it in front of the mirror. I was like, cat in the hat with a bat. And then my friends um, caught me doing it, and I was very embarrassed because it was, you know, I don't know. I felt embarrassed, and they're no longer my friends now. There's a, there's a shame of that hip-hop side in you. Yeah. I mean, an Asian kid in the suburbs, I was the only one in my class that listened to hip-hop. It was actually, there was actually, it was pretty traumatized. I'm going to go deep into this. There was one time... <laughs> I just gotta express it. There was actually one time where one of my friends was like, he was like, Alex, why do you, you know, he was like, you're not black, why do you listen to black music? Aww. And I was like, oh. And Aww. that like, that really like shook my system. Mm. Really? You know? 
because it, it really made me think and I'm like you know am I what am I doing <laughs> like is this wrong is this wrong you know House what do you think about white rappers you, that's Chandler you can let him in he needs um, a charger. Like, what would you tell me? You know, like, sure. I'm a little Asian yeah, kid. I would have been, like, been like, what do you listen to? Or who you listen to? Yeah. I took an interest in stuff like that, but I'm not, like... I'm not... I don't know, it's just funny to me, because I, like, I know there's, like, a million white kids who just were like, shut up, fool. And then turn the music back up, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a thing like that. No. I mean, back then it wasn't. Everyone was rock. Were they? Yeah. This was like 1998 ish, oh, well. 97 in the suburbs. I don't know. I kind of grew up on like Warren G and all that type of stuff. So it was kind of like way different for me. It was just kind of like, oh, it was different for me when I liked something else that wasn't that. You know ah, so you had the reverse. Oh, yeah, I definitely had the reverse. Okay. But in your situation, like, it didn't like shake me. Oh, maybe it did kind of weird me out when somebody called me out on it. Like, it let me know, like, I like different stuff, but that's just how I took it. I was like, I just like different stuff than you. Mm. I mean, it didn't deter me from rapping because I still continued to write and rap. In eighth grade, we had to make a documentary, and I made it about uh, this group that we called the Rap Resurrectors. What would you guys think if I was a rapper? If you would meet me as a rapper? Oh, I get you your Iggy Azalea head. I'd be like, I'm a rapper. <laughs> Something like that. Really? If you were dope, Loki, I'd be like, all right, I can see it. Ooh, and you're from I Russia, so you know what I'm saying? Oh, here's That's a question. That's what I'm saying. So, if you're of a different ethnicity... Should you rap? That's not my question. Does that person have to be... Do they have to be extra good? <laughs> no! Or do you think it's the opposite? That if they're kind of okay, then it's like, oh, wow, they're really Oh, yeah, good. your foot's halfway in the door. Facts. Big facts. What? Yes. You could be a half rapper and not be black and you could get a get a deal or you could get on in today's culture. Yes. Come Huge on. facts. Huge facts. So I can just become famous? If you want, you sure. Can rap in the pocket? If you want to steal some of your clients' music that that they left here for a few years ago or something like that, that's never probably gonna get put out. Hey, I wouldn't hey, tell on you. Let's do this. <laughs> you know that's true. I can verify that because when I was at Subterranean once, back in the olden days, I was they had the whole freestyle session, mm. and I went there, and I'm pretty confident my rhymes were like you know A B C type of rhymes, mm. very simple, nothing complex. But because I looked like Manny Pacquiao at that oh, time. Oh yes, I remember that time. And I rapped about Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. They went crazy. They went they crazy. Went oh my god! Yeah. Pacquiao! No, he didn't. All these, <laughs> all these people came up to me and they're like, yo, you need to just keep rapping. And you in my got head, it, bro. You got it. You in my different. head, I'm like, if you really listened, I'd like, yeah, I was rapping with like it. cat and cat and rap, you know? But you hit it with the one over the head. Yeah, but you were also like, Really, really polished. You, yeah, you about to say, you're still polished, I'm polished sure. polished person over there. I heard them all, and he was the most polished guy over there. But yeah. it was still simple, and they were like, so you're right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's, the, that's the curse of, like, when 
when black people are just the majority of black people, whatever, maybe naturally good at something or just mm -hmm. the bulk are good at something. You know what I'm saying? You have to be really extremely good then to stand out. Mm. It just is what it is. So you think Eminem is a uh, yes a unicorn? No, I don't know what you mean by that. But <laughs> Eminem is Eminem and he's dope, but he is who he is because he's white. Mm -hmm. He'll tell you that. So it's, that's what? not even a that's not even a he like breaking best? news type of thing. I'm not getting it. What? Yep. I'm just keeping it, keeping it real. <laughs> so, you know, I say, keep it hunting. Just being honest. Interesting, interesting take. What do you think? About Eminem? Yeah. I think he's like the best. He's the best. Shocker. Well, one of the best, okay? <laughs> well, okay. Oh, well, yeah, maybe because he's white, there was like a little bit of... I mean, the man's got hits. He's sold out, he but I'm just saying. Really good. But, you, but what's the irony of it now? What happens when he drops music now? Nobody really gives a anymore. Mm. I find that kind of interesting. But people still say he's the best, but he's been dropping like, what, two, three, two, last two or three projects? Didn't really do well. But somehow he's still the best of oh, all yeah, time and all this type of stuff. Well. It's just funny to me. It's just funny. Because if Jay-Z was like dropping, selling 5,000 units and that was it or whatever, or people were calling it trash, mm. Jay-Z would be kicked off that pedestal so hard. But I'm just, but I'm just talking though. I'm just talking. Not even, I'm not even saying Jay-Z is the best rapper. I'm just saying he's up there up at your line when, you know, this conversation gets brought up. Just saying. Favorite three compressors. When do you like to use them? Why do you use them? And go. C1 compressor on audio tracks when I'm initially boosting the vocal with the compressor after the DS, because that's technically compressor too. So boom, then that second pink compressor. It models that API compressor. Uh, pink two? Pink two, boom. By Acoustica Audio. Bam. Shout out to Italy. And solid number three is Coral Compressor that I like to throw oh, on my... good. Mix... Bus? Bus. Or master. Wait, wait. Yeah, my mix bus. Before I'm uh, printing or whatever. Ah. So, C1 by Waves. Pink two, Acoustica. Coral Comp. Acoustica. And okay. go. Um, sand. Uh, tan and uh h1 on drums only all three never oh no no, no. h1 on drums oh. only h and sand oh, h comp h, h comp yeah and uh sand and tan only on the vocals just because i work with a lot of singers and uh, it makes it sound bright and sweet sand by acoustica audio models SSL. tan models i want to say a tube tech compressor i could be wrong also by Acoustica. And what was the other one? H-Comp? Mm-hmm, H-Comp. Waves. You like it on drums? What drum instrument? Uh, it can be a kick. It can be anything. It just makes it all hmm. sound punchy. Oh, you use it on kick. Yeah, it's pretty oh, harsh. I yeah. do use it on kick. It, do you yeah. turn up the punch knob? Yeah. You do turn up the punch knob? I thought about that. That's like the best one to make something sound punchy. It's very aggressive. Is it? Or, okay, <laughs> maybe not. Okay. <laughs> and uh, also on the, on the keys. On keys, because oh. it has the really cool punch, punchy keys. You get the attack, the bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's yeah. steal that. Yeah, I use it on. See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't want to talk about this. Everybody's gonna steal my my the trick. great steal. Our tricks. Great steal. It's like magicians. 
Okay. We're magicians and we just take from everyone else. Everything I know, I just took from other people. So, everything I do now, I took from you guys. So. Vice versa, Pensado, yeah. other mm -hmm. people. It's real. Engineers equal magicians, but on computers with music. I like um, Coral Comp on the mix bus That's really as good well. One. And I like uh, Aquamarine on my vocal bus by Acoustica. Um, that models the Shadow Hill compressors, which is cool because actually two compressors in one. So you have one that you can do for like detecting the slower stuff and then another one detecting like faster. So it makes a really nice sound. And it also has like five different colors in it. Um, and hmm. then I would have to say, yeah, pink too as well. Just because, I mean, the way they modeled that API sound is... Pink too is a really good one. Phenomenal. Whoa, yeah. did you see all that spit come out? That was crazy. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, that's good. All right. So, obviously, we're clearly that's big it. fans. <laughs> that's it! That's okay, we can keep talking for this, though. We're big fans of um, <clears throat> Acoustica Audio stuff. Uh, you know what I look at them as? I look at them as the jungle version of plugins. Like, they're a small company. Yeah, but they, they do, do like, really, work. really good work. Yeah. yeah. Do really good work with those plugins. So, I'm cheating a, sometimes. Yes. Jungle. <laughs> okay. I have a special affinity to them. But you guys should really check them out. Yeah, I'm going to check out the Aquamarine one now. Yeah. Yeah. You said, what is it good for? I usually use it on the vocal bus. Like, you get rid of audio track and put that on? Like, on the submix of the vocals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about? The compressor? Compressor. Oh. Mm -hmm. Alright, uh, EQs, same question, favorite three EQs, when you like to use them, why you like to use them, Cassandra. C8, because it's very precise. C8, Q8? Or C oh my god, <gasps> Q8, yeah. <laughs> Q, yes, Q, like whatever Q, it uh -huh. can be 8 or 10, because it's very precise. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. Then I like, uh, what's mm -hmm. that? The I forget. Mm. I always forget the acoustical names. What does it look like? It's uh, what color is it? Yeah, that too. Is it green? It's one of the one of the first one. It starts with A. Aqua? Amethyst. Oh. Yes, that oh, was amethyst. that one is really good one to take out or add in. Mm. Uh, and and what do you use it on vocals? On vocals, yeah. And amethyst. I'm pointing, and there's no camera there. Hilarious. But anyways, Amethyst is, um, it models AMEC councils, which were made by Rupert Neve. Mm. So you want that Neve sound? Amethyst. It's only 100 euros. Go on. And uh, honey sometimes. Really? I do use honey, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I rarely use honey. Why? I don't know. What it's do you use? To add, in, to add something. Like top end? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because it's sweet? It's like honey? Kinda, yeah, because it's sweet like honey, yeah. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, you don't like it? No, I never thought to use it. Oh, I don't yeah. know why. I use it sometimes to cut mid-range. Mm. Or low mids. But honey models... Uh, there's no camera. Honey models... <laughs> uh, Harrison. Harrison mixing desks. Mm -hmm. House, you're three. 
SSL EQ, Fab Filter EQ. Oh, SSL is a good one. Fab Filter! Pink 2 EQ. Mm. Yep. Uh, why, where? What did I say? SSL EQ because it's very precise and pretty easy to use. I just do a lot of sweeping with it. I boost sometimes now, not that often. G-channel or E-channel? This is the Waves one, right? This is, I think it's C-channel. No, the darker one. That would be G-channel. No, the gray one's the C-channel. What was the gray one? The gray one's E-channel. Oh, yep. SSL G-channel. Mostly for cutting, sometimes adding. Maybe I might boost like vocals with like, in a mid-range sometime on it. Mm -hmm. I don't really do too much on instruments. Fab filter. There's so many reasons to use Fab filter EQ. Mm. You can see what you're cutting. Is I use it for cutting. I don't, use, I don't think I ever boost with it really. Mm -hmm. Pretty transparent with the cutting. And what did I say? Pink to EQ. I use that on the mix bus. Or I use it on uh, my vocal bus sometimes. Mm -hmm either for adding or whatever, I just like how it sounds. I'm trying to start using Coral EQ too, but those are my probably top three I'm using right now. Nice. Um, my, hmm? I like uh, Fab Filter. That's what I use for my transparent EQs. And I didn't realize there's a button, well, like the headphone button, have you ever seen that mm -hmm. on the dot? If you click that, it just solos in on that sound. Oh, yeah, that yeah, you yeah, yeah. So it makes it easier to hear what's bad. Um, that's pretty cool. And you could also sidechain signals to see how they're conflicting and mm -hmm. you can take out. Um, and then for color, I like Ruby by Acoustica. Mm -hmm. um, man, adding top end with Ruby is really nice. I'll use it on anything, on the master bus, on vocals, oh, Ruby, on huh? mixes. Like okay. you just boost that 16K kilohertz and add like three, four decibels to it. If you want to add some air. On the master? Or mix? Yeah. Oh, I'll even, I'll even around vocals? Around yeah, around vocals. Damn. Anything that I think where it needs to like just be brighter or airier. Yeah. Like the way that it does it, it's not sharp. Mm. So Ruby? Gotcha. Yeah, Ruby. Noted. Um, and then what I say, so Ruby, Fab Filter, and ooh, what's another EQ that I often use? Out of all of them. There's so many. Probably Probably amethyst, because that would be my smooth one. Yeah. I think I use amethyst a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah I never really use that one. You say you use just smooth out? It's like, uh, maybe more subtle. Mm. I don't know, it just has a smooth character to it. Rounder, maybe? Mm. That was another way to think of it. Um, but yeah. Sorry, I'm like... Penciling and all these in right now. You know, another way you can remember it is writing it down. No, <laughs> that actually makes a lot more sense <laughs> than what I was about to say. I just wrote it down in my notes. What oh. you guys can also do is log on to iTunes and search J Tapes Music Industry Podcast Jungle AE, and <laughs> it'll show up, and you can click subscribe, download the podcast. Ooh. Also. You should maybe put like an Acoustica link or whatever if you mm. want to go with these plugins. Yes. Because they need to start messing with us heavy. <laughs> Acoustica. Uh, there's no video for this. That's okay. Next Audio. Time. But Acoustica, Chicago, we love you. <laughs> and we're going to help you like blow up. There's a camera here. there. Why don't, yeah, we just, why don't we just ask them to sponsor us? 
Why don't we just talk nah, to them? Nah, you want them to come to us, that's yeah. why. What? We need to create enough noise where they I'm just gonna to ask us. them. They're gonna be like, can well, you I'm stop uh, saying our names in your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I already tagged them on like every Instagram post. <laughs> it's, it's only a matter of time then. And the owner follows us and me and he, he reposts our stuff and puts it in the story. Makes me feel cool. So, you know, like, really? Like, some type of conference sometime yeah. or something. He like reposts that. us? Yeah. The podcast? No. Oh, I was about to say, oh, Instagram that's crazy. Stories. Oh. He I'm needs to, though. Some of their stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's but, cool. Uh, shout out to G. There's still no camera. All right. That's the podcast <laughs> for the week, guys. Isn't this funny? Yay. Peace. Love all. We out. Thank you for listening to J-Tape's Music Industry Podcast with Jungle AE, a Chicago recording studio. Don't forget to click that subscribe button. If you need any mixing or mastering services, contact us through our website, jungleae.com. We'll wrap with y'all next week. Peace and love all.